Section 16 of The Memorable Thoughts of Socrates by Xenophon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Memorable Thoughts of Socrates by Xenophon. Translated by Edward Bishy. Book 2, Chapter 9. In what manner Socrates taught his friend Crito to rid himself of some informers who took the advantage of his easy temper. One day Crito, happening to meet Socrates, complained to him that it was very difficult for a man who would keep what he had to live in Athens. For, said he, I am now sued by some men, though I never did them the least injury, but only because they know that I had rather give them a little money than embroil myself in the troubles of law. Socrates said to him, Do you keep dogs to hinder the wolves from coming at your flocks? You need not doubt, but I do, answered Crito. Ought you not likewise, replied Socrates, to keep a man who were able to drive away all those that trouble you without cause? I would with all my heart, said Crito, but that I fear that in the end he too would turn against me. Why so? said Socrates. Is it not better to serve a man like you, and to receive favours from him, than to have him for an enemy? You may be certain that there are in this city many men who would think, themselves, very happy to be honoured with your friendship. After this they happened to see a certain person named Arhedimus, who was a man of very good parts, eloquent, and extremely skilful in the management of affairs, but withal very poor and in a low condition for he was not of that sordid disposition to take all he could get, by what means soever, but he was a lover of justice and of honest men, and abhorred to make rich, or to raise himself by informing and backbiting, for he held that nothing was more base than that wretched practice of those miscreants called sycophants or informers. Crito cast an eye upon him, and as often as they brought him any corn or wine or oil or any other thing from his country houses he sent him some of it when he offered sacrifices he invited him to the feasts and showed him many civilities of the like nature archidemus seeing the doors of that house open to him at all times and that he always found so favourable a reception laid aside all his former dependencies and trusted himself wholly to crito then he made it his business immediately to inquire into the characters of those sycophants who had slandered Crito, or informed against him, and found them to be guilty of many crimes, and that they had a great number of enemies. This encouraged him to take them to task, and he prosecuted one of them for a crime, which would have subjected him to a corporal punishment, or at least to a pecuniary mulct. This fellow, who knew his case to be bad, and that he could not justify himself, employed all sorts of stratagems to get rid of Archidemus, who nevertheless would not quit his hold, till the other had discharged Crito, and given him money besides, in name of trouble and charges. He managed several of his affairs with like success, which made Crito be thought happy in having him. And as when a shepherd has an excellent dog, the other shepherds are glad to bring their flocks near his, that they may be safe likewise. So several of Crito's friends began to make their court to him, 
and begged him to lend them Archidemus to defend them. He, for his part, was glad to oblige Crito, and it was observed at length that not only Crito lived undisturbed, but all his friends likewise. And if any one reproached Archidemus, that self-interest had made him the master's creature, and to adore him and be so faithful and zealous in his service, he would answer him thus, Which of the two do you think most dishonorable, to do services to men of quality, from whom we have received favors, and to enter into their friendship to declare war against bad men, or to endeavor to prejudice men of honor, and to make them our enemies, that bad men may be our friends? From thenceforward Crito contracted a strict friendship with Archidemus, and all his friends had likewise a great respect for him. End of section 16